Praise the Lord. Glory to God. God's good all the time. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I got to figure out where this light is here. Mm, move up a little bit more. <laughs> hey, I want to get with the big shots. They preach from down here, right? Yeah, maybe it's more anointed down here. I can come down closer to you that way. You know, I'm so far away from you up there on that platform. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. God is good. It's good to be with you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Look at Psalms 145. We're going to talk for a few minutes about the God's mercy. God's mercy. How many of you know that it's something we don't deserve, but we sure need it? Amen. Is the mercy of the Lord. Now, those of you that are believing God for things and uh, again, you know, healing in your body and you have stuff going on and your faith just right isn't there yet. You know, we believe in faith and confession. But God sometimes moves by his mercy. Amen? Amen. Oh, hallelujah for that, the mercy of the Lord. Let's look at Psalms 145, verses 8 and 9. It says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. <clears throat> now, this is Old Testament. This is David talking. Amen. And we have a better covenant than what David lived in. We're in the new covenant. And if God was full of mercy and full of compassion back then, how much more so is he now? Amen? So the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Amen. Now the word compassion there where it says the Lord is gracious and full, not just a little bit, but full of compassion means moving or a yearning desire in the inward parts toward another. See, God is not all about himself. He's always got, he's always had, he always has you on his mind. Isn't that powerful? Yes. His thoughts are good toward you. Amen. That is wonderful. Amen? Amen? So the compassion of the Lord, we see Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Many times he was moved to compassion, uh, with, with compassion to heal the multitudes. To go out of his way, to allow the children to come, to... Uh, lay hands on lepers, which was against the, the, the law at that time, to do that, to touch a leper. But it didn't matter to him because he was moved with a, something on the inside of him that you and I have. We've just got to let it out. Amen? Amen? But I'm talking tonight, not what we have, but of course we are to imitate God as dear children. If he has it, we should have it. Amen? Amen. Long-suffering. 
How many of you know what that is like? Long suffering, okay? God has had long suffering with some of us. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Moving or a yearning desire. That means a hot desire in God's inward parts toward another. Jesus in his high priestly ministry at the right hand of the Father is also moved with that compassion. We try so hard to earn it. We try so hard to do this or so hard to do that. We, we try this, I just don't work, that don't work. Why don't we relax and let him do it? Just forget about yourself. Hallelujah. That's so, I mean, that's the key right there. Forget about yourself. Love on the master. Love on the compassionate one hallelujah Hebrews chapter 4 this gives an insight into you know you read the, the Old Testament and the high priest and so on and so forth Jesus has moved into heaven at the resurrection when he ascended into heaven and the Bible says that he is the high priest amen so, so then since we have a high priest who has entered heaven, we have, say I have, as a personal. Yes. You have your own high priest. Yes, sir. I do. Yeah. No longer here on earth, but seated on the right hand of the Father. Meditate on that. Jesus, the Son of God, so because of that, it says, let us hold firmly to what we believe or our belief. This high priest of ours, say, this high priest of mine, you got to make, Jesus ain't way out there. He's your high priest. He's my high priest. If I'm going through something, he's my, I have a personal, man, you can't beat that. Hallelujah. This high priest of ours understands when nobody else does. Everybody else thinks you're weird. You're just strange. You have an issue. Everybody has an issue. Your high priest knows your issues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings that we do, yet he did not sin. So, this is our invitation. Let us come crawling to the throne. You know, it's amazing how a lot of people, they, they have no security in their salvation and what Jesus has done for them. So every time they, they try to approach the Father, they try to pray and, and, and seek the Lord and whatever. Uh, of course, the enemy is always there knocking at the door and say, well, you remember what you did yesterday. Remember what you did this morning. Remember you got upset at your wife or your husband or you yelled at the car that pulled out in front of you, cussed them out. 
Don't give me that thou holy stuff. You know things come out of your mouth that shouldn't once in a while. <laughs> Remember, you're not Jesus. Jesus was tempted meant he was without sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But our high priest, say my high priest, understands my weaknesses, my inabilities to produce results. Sometimes we just don't have what it takes. We bump up against a block wall and we just don't know. But say, I have a high priest. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. And there, and there at the throne room, I don't know if I'll ever get to the throne room. I've been so bad. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places. How much closer to the throne room can you get? Jesus is seated on the right hand of the Father, and you're seated with Christ. Hallelujah. He's just one chair over. Let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive I'm not talking about what Uncle Jesse said. Mercy. <laughs> Come on, I know you watch that show. Mercy. Well, we've come to the throne room to obtain mercy. Hallelujah. And we will find grace. God's willingness to do whatever he it takes to help us when we need it most. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we need it most. Some of you need it every day. <laughs> every day. Hallelujah. Coming to the Father. God of mercy. Remember the first scripture. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion slow to anger and great in mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, sometimes when we don't have all of our scriptures lined up like we're supposed to, and we talk about the spirit of faith, and we're just, just making a mess of things. How many of you just make a mess of things sometimes? We run to the throne room boldly and say, help! There's nothing wrong with that. He already understands more about yourself than you do. One place in the Apostle Paul's ministry, he said, I don't even know how to judge myself in Romans. 
<laughs> God knows my heart. I, I don't even know everything about myself. And some of us, we, we say, you know, we wonder about ourselves too. <laughs> Praise God. But see, God knows everything about us. There's no hiding anything from the Lord. He knows our ups, our downs. Of course, we are to grow in the things of God. And the word of God says that he which hath begun a good work in you, he will perform it. You're not there yet. (laughs) And we won't get there until Jesus comes back and we're up in heaven, amen. But he is performing in us a work every day of our life. Every morning when you get up, his mercies are new every morning, and he's with you when you get up. He's with you when you get in your car. He's with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Compassion. Hallelujah. Mercy is God's attitude toward you and I. That's powerful. Mercy is God's attitude to, to us, toward us. Hallelujah. See, sometimes, you know, we're, we're taught, and we have to believe and act upon the word of God. That, that's what we do here. But there's some of you that's run up against a brick wall, and you can't seem to get over that hurdle. And that's where God can help you. He can assist you. Jesus is our great high priest. Amen? Hallelujah. There's none of you that needs to get stuck in your relationship with the Lord. I don't care what you've been through, what you've done, what your past is like. In fact, your past doesn't matter concerning your future. Amen? You have a new daddy. You have, praise the Lord, you have the promises of God and the word of God. As you study God's word and you act upon God's word, you're going to see God even fulfill more in you. But it's not you doing it anyway. Well, you just get that notion that it's not you, that's him. Hallelujah. There used to be an old saying, let go and let God. And you don't know how true that is. Let go and let God do it. Let God, he's a big He's a great, big, wonderful God. In Micah chapter 7 and verse 18, I don't know if I gave you guys that scripture or not. It says that he delights in mercy. That God delights in mercy. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 1 verse 78, it speaks of the tender mercies of God. In Numbers 14 verse 18, Numbers, wow. (laughs) Numbers chapter 14 verse 18 the God of great mercy hallelujah well what does it mean people who try to anybody of you know the the book of numbers and and my favorite character is Korah the ground opened up and swallowed him (laughs) what a character he held a rebellion against Moses and Aaron and see, that's a setting of numbers is, is, is you know, <clears throat> one of those not too edifying books. You cross God, you get burnt, you know? But here, right there in chapter 14, the, the God of great mercy. So what's the difference between the, those who were all about themselves 
Come on now. Those that tried to be their own God and make their own decisions. Arrogance. Pride. Even the New Testament, pride goes before the fall. See, all of these things will stop the mercy of God from operating in your life. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, the Bible says, and he will exalt you. So if we're in a predicament and we are constantly slipping and taking one step forward and two steps back, so on and so forth, as long as you stay out of pride, as long as you stop you know, judging other people, and, and you know, a lot of people, they want to get attention off themselves. Now, I'm, I'm preaching right now. I'm picking on you. See, they know how bad they are, so what they do, they pick on somebody else to get the attention off of them. <laughs> None of you do that, right? <laughs> but God is a great God of mercy, and if we would learn to go to our great high priest boldly, humbly, and say, Lord, I need healing. I know you've provided in your word. I'm trying to confess the word. Be honest. I'm trying to do what Pastor Ed and Pastor Judy, Pastor Mike and Pastor Lori's telling us. But for some reason, we just have a blockage there, and I don't know what it is. He already knows. God is compassionate and full of mercy. Begin to lean on his mercy during those times. Lean on those, yes, confess the word of God. Do what we've told you to do. Fill, you you plant that seed in your heart. It's going to grow. It's going to produce because it's seed. It produces after its kind. If you need healing, you keep healing scriptures going in. But don't get frustrated. Draw on the mercy of God. Hallelujah. It's not you anyway. It's God's power that's going to heal you. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? So mercy is God's willingness to act on your behalf. And Jesus will do that. Say, Jesus will do that. Hallelujah. And listen, we go through all the scriptures on healing. He, Isaiah 50 uh, 53 verses 4 and 5, we, we talk about that all the time. We know that Jesus paid the price already. He's not going to go back to the cross and take the stripes on his back for your healing. He's already done it. So sometimes we just have a hard time getting there. and We, say, we, we all have. Some things I've gotten healed quickly of and other things it's taken a while and building faith and so on and so forth. But one of the biggest things that keeps us as Christians from receiving from God his condemnation. Not falling on the mercies of God. I heard Catherine Kuhlman and Benny Hinn, a lot of the great, great healing evangelists, and um, the current ones and the ones in the past, they, they said it, it, it amazed them how an uh, old wretched sinner would, sinner would come in and just get, get instantly healed, a, a bona fide miracle. But yet they would be praying for a dear little sister saint and 
praying and come up in the prayer line night after night, not breaking through. You know what? God showed how merciful he was to that sinner. Why wasn't he merciful to the little saint? You know why? Because she came up with wrong motives. She came up with the, with, with just, you know, I've talked to them. I, I, <laughs> I've talked to people that had great, I, I pastored with my uncle in Desert Hot Springs for about a year and a half. And, and uh, the Hot Springs, of course, it was, our church was full of elderly people with arthritis. And honestly, we tried. We taught healing like nobody has ever taught healing. We taught the process of how to get healing, to get the things that we've taught, been teaching you. But they would not, their religion stopped them from receiving from God. Their religion. They were stuck in their own doctrine that they were brought up in. And most of them didn't believe they were worthy to receive healing. There was a stoppage there. I mean, we had, uh, we had one guy that was uh, a butcher all of his life, and he was totally bent over, like just arthritis. Oh, my uncle and I, we fasted. We wanted to see a break. We wanted to see these people healed. But no matter how much we taught on the miracle power of God, the healing power of God, and all of these things, they, there was just a spirit of resistance. They would come up, but you bring them up to the front to get prayed for, and it was like, like Brother Hagen, it was like laying empty hands on empty heads. There was no connection of power. But you know what these people did all day long? Watch soap operas. <laughs> In fact, honestly, one Wednesday night, we had a prayer request from the congregation. Please pray for so-and-so in the hospital. And it was a soap opera character. <laughs> I'm glad I went back to Arizona and I found my wife. <laughs> Oh, can you believe it? <laughs> but if we would just, if they could. Mm. Religious people are some of the hardest people to get healed. Because of condemnation, because of their teaching. Sometimes God might do it. Sometimes it might be his will that he's teaching you something. And, and all of this stuff, uh, you know, you don't understand, I got Paul's thorn in the flesh, I'm, you know. And I want to say, what revelation have you had? Hmm? Hallelujah. If we can just forget about ourselves, concentrate on him, and worship him, Hallelujah. <laughs> Forget about ourselves. Concentrate on him and worship him. How many people would get healed? 
the mercy of God. Concentrating on Jesus and not ourselves, not our ability to think we have to reach a certain perfection before we deserve healing, before we deserve to operate in in plenty or in abundance. He's already paid the price. He was the sacrificial lamb. He went to the cross for you. He went to the cross for me. And you can partake of everything like Peter talked about, all the exceeding great and precious promises have been given to you and I so that we can be partakers of that divine nature. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The mercy of the Lord. What did Israel do when they were up against the battle and they, had, they were overwhelmed by the enemy? Jehoshaphat sent out the singers. Maybe we need to sing more. Hallelujah. For God is good. And his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever. Say, God is good. Hallelujah. Brother Hagen used to say that when he preached on that scripture about the mercy of God, that many times the glory cloud would come into the to the house of God. When he had the congregation say that, for God is good. And his mercy endureth forever. You move aside. <clears throat> Maybe we just need to praise time. You know, praise is the highest form of faith. Praise is the highest form of faith. Hallelujah. That's why we have the joy of the Lord. That's why we like to laugh. Amen? Because we get out of of ourselves. Why is that? I remember my parents... And they were still going to a church that I grew up in. And this is totally, I, I can't believe they had this guy, but they had, I wasn't there. They told me, my mom told me about it. They had a charismatic Catholic priest come and minister in that Assembly of God church on a Sunday night. <laughs> and, you know, uh, my mom couldn't help but tell me, this, this guy, now, now he was a Catholic priest. He was, you know, filled with the Holy Ghost during the charismatic movement, and he was invited to the church. I don't think he was ever invited back. <laughs> but this is a Catholic priest. You know what song he taught him? 
Ho, 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 Hosanna. Ha, ha, hallelujah. He, 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 say hey, me. And I've got the joy of the Lord. <laughs> A Catholic priest. Ho, ho, ho. Well, you know, 50 days till Christmas. We need to change our ha, ha, ha's to ho, ho, ho. Hallelujah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> For God is good. Ho, ho, ho. Man, his mercy. Some of you could be getting healed right now. For his mercy. <laughs> be healed. Amen. Be set free. Amen. Just take it. Take it. Hallelujah. Receive glory to God. The compassion of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Say this with me. According to the word of God. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I confess him as my healer. I make him Lord over my body. I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. And from this moment, my body is saved, is healed, made whole, and delivered in Jesus' name. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Lift up your hands and just be filled tonight. Come on, lift up your hands. Right where you're sitting. Hallelujah. 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 Things are happening in your body. Things are happening in your mind. Those blockages. You're being set free tonight in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You haven't been able to get there, but oh, the mercy of God. The mercy of God. The grace of God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise right now. Oh, thank you, Lord. He's bringing you out of that pit. <laughs> yeah, he's bringing you out of that pit. He's bringing you out of that place that you've been tormented in your mind. You've been held back by restraints that you don't understand but you're being freed tonight. You're being freed tonight. Hallelujah. He being oh glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you, Jesus. 
Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Say, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free tonight. The anointing's on me. I'm free tonight. The anointing is on me. Glory to God. We're free. Hallelujah. I'm healed. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Some of you are rising to another level tonight. And because <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Another level of faith. Another level of faith. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to be dormant anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to rise like an eagle. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm going to ask a music team to go up and sing that song, It Is Well With My Soul. It's all well. It's okay. It's okay.